Corroborative Extracts from the French Press from A Lady's Captivity Among Chinese Pirates in the Chinese Seas. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Lady's Captivity Among Chinese Pirates in the Chinese Seas by Fanny Lovio. Translated by Amelia Anne Blanford Edwards. Corroborative Extracts from the French Press. La Presse, December 20th, 1854. The Moniteur de la Flotte publishes the following passage, extracted from a letter dated Hong Kong, October 27th, which contains some interesting details respecting a little drame maritime. The Chilean ship Caldera left Hong Kong on the 4th of October for San Francisco, having two passengers on board, one a young Parisian lady named Mademoiselle F. Loviot, and the other a Chinese. Overtaken two days after by a frightful tempest, the captain anchored in a bay among some islets of the Chinese seas, whither his vessel had been driven by the storm. He hoped to return to Hong Kong and refit but was assailed during the night by three Chinese junks and plundered without mercy. For two days these robbers remained in possession of the ship, but fled on the third day before a flotilla of fresh junks which came up to dispute the prize. On the 11th of October, the pirates belonging to one of the newly arrived junks proposed to conduct the captain, the Chinese, and the lady passenger to Hong Kong, there to treat for a ransom. But when the lady and the Chinese had got into the boat, which was to transport them to a junk close by, the rowers pushed off and left the captain behind. He, however, succeeded shortly after in procuring a boat and returned to Hong Kong. In the meantime, the pirates carried off the young lady and the Chinese and confined them in a little den on board one of the junks. We were obliged, writes this young lady in her account, to keep ourselves bent almost double for want of room, and were watched narrowly. In the evenings we were permitted to leave our prison for a quarter of an hour, but whenever the pirates saw other vessels approaching, they made us return thither immediately. When they took their own meals, they gave us food, and told us that, should our captain not forward our ransom very shortly, they would transfer us to the hands of other pirates. We remained thus till the morning of the 18th, when the Chinese, who was my companion in misfortune, heard the pirates calling to one another that a steamer was in sight, and they must save themselves by land. They did so accordingly and left us on board the junk, free and unharmed. While we were imprisoned on board this vessel, the pirates one night attacked a Chinese merchantman and sold the booty next day to pirate traders. From our dungeon on board, we could distinctly hear the goods passed from one ship to another, and the purchase money counted overhead. The steamer, which rescued this young lady and the Chinese, then proceeded to cruise round the coasts, and destroyed three pirate villages. It is supposed that an expedition will soon be fitted out against these assassins and their haunts. La Presse, December 30, 1854 Mademoiselle Fanny Loviot, who was lately taken prisoner by pirates in the Chinese seas, has just returned to France in the Valletta via Marseille. Moniteur, January twentieth, eighteen fifty four.
1855. His Excellency, Lord Cowley, has just forwarded communications to the Imperial Government respecting a dispatch addressed to the Board of Admiralty by Vice Admiral Sir James Stirling, commander of the British Naval Station in the Indian and Chinese Seas. Also a report dated October 20th, 1854, in which Sir William Host, captain of the Sparta, gives account of an expedition lately undertaken against the pirates of the Isle of Simoog near Macau. The pirates had pillaged and run aground the Portuguese bark Caldera, carrying off a French lady who was among the passengers. The British cruiser Lady Mary Wood, having vainly pursued them, the vice-consul of France at Hong Kong asked the captain of the Sparta to send a detachment on board the steamer Anne, which the insurers of the bark proposed dispatching on a second trial. On the 17th of last October, according to the orders of Sir William Host, Lieutenant Palliser embarked with 85 men in three longboats. He anchored near the wreck of the caldera. The morning after, having perceived some junks of suspicious appearance, the lieutenant gave chase with the three boats, the water not being deep enough to allow of the steamer approaching the coast. These junks made at once for the land, where their crews took refuge, after throwing their weapons into the sea. On board the first junk were found the young French lady and the Chinese dealer. They sent both on board the Anne and burnt the junk as well as two other boats. They then sailed on to the village of Ku Cheumi, where the pirates had fired on the English ships two days before, and where they knew the stolen cargo was concealed. They discovered there one hundred and fifty-three sacks of sugar and forty chests of tea, which they took away. They then burnt two villages. Having now discovered a third village, defended by a battery of four cannons and eight field pieces, the lieutenant forced his way through a thick copse and attacked it. After firing a volley which wounded no one, he seized the battery, dispersed and killed the gunners, burnt the village and the boats that were lying on the beach, spiked most of the cannons, and carried six away as trophies. Sir William Host, in his dispatch, praises the gallantry and good conduct of the crews which were sent on this expedition, and which labored twelve hours per diem, all the time beneath a burning sun. He also speaks highly of Lieutenant Palliser, who has, within the space of five months, conducted five successful expeditions of a similar nature, and taken seventeen pieces of cannon. La Patrie, February 12, 1855. Macau. December 6. On the 4th of October last, a Chilean ship called the Caldera sailed from the port of Hong Kong and was grounded by stress of weather amid a group of islets lying to the southwest of Macau. One Mademoiselle Fanny Lovio, a young French lady, happened to be on board. The pirates took her prisoner, as well as a Chinese merchant, who was her fellow passenger, and sent on the captain to Hong Kong to treat for a double ransom. Informed of these facts by the captain of the caldera, the French vice-consul applied to Sir W. Host, then commandant of the English station, and requested, as all the French forces were just then absent, that he would assist in fitting out an expedition for the rescue of Mademoiselle Loviot. Sir W. Host acceded instantly, and dispatched eighty of his own crew, 
under command of Lieutenant Palliser. They took the steamer called the Lady Mary Wood and were accompanied by several of the consignees of the caldera, who were anxious to save whatever might yet be found of the cargo of that vessel. A detachment of English marines in the steamer Anne shortly after encountered the pirates, burnt a large village to which they were in the habit of retreating, killed twenty men, and took several pieces of cannon. Having discovered the junk wherein the prisoners were confined, they sacked and attacked all the pirate villages along that coast, and returned to Hong Kong on the morning of the 19th inst. The young Frenchwoman had been twelve days at the mercy of these monsters, but, thanks to their expectations of a ransom, had escaped without insult or ill usage. End of Corroborative Extracts from the French Press End of A Lady's Captivity Among Chinese Pirates in the Chinese Seas by Fanny Loviot Translated by Amelia Anne Blandford Edwards Recording by Karen